Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who loves chocolate probably more than about 99% of people on planet Earth, Brandon Siegel. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. Changing that to 100 and you'd be 100% correct. I like chocolate more than anyone. Uh, maybe besides my mother. My mom might beat me out. She likes chocolate a lot. Um, and look, it's uh, Halloween Eve. We're doing Halloween here uh, tonight where I'm at on the, this fine Sunday. Um, of course, football Sunday. A lot of great stuff happening today in the uh, NFL Well, The NFL is kind of crazy, but look, we'll get into that in a little bit. Of course, the third member of this podcast is my old roommate, Ben O'Brien. Ben, how are you today? I'm fantastic. And yes, as your old roommate, I can confirm that you, in fact, do like chocolate and you like it a lot. You like chocolate yes. a lot. So much so that, that you could maybe wake up and just eat some Oreos and then go back to bed. Look, I, I don't need... I don't. Ben, shut up, all right? <laughs> we, we don't need the whole world to know about my, my eating habits. Look, like I said, today we have... Uh, as you can see, look at this, Ben. I'm swift. We're going swift off that subject. Um, today we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, we're, of course, going to start in college football, um, kind of recapping this past week. Uh, I said last week on the podcast, if Michigan lost to Michigan State, uh, I don't know what I'd do, but I would go crazy. I don't remember what I said. Michigan destroyed them, wasn't close. Michigan State is a joke of a university. Um, that's all we need to say about that game, because that game was honestly kind of garbage. Um, Michigan just kind of destroyed them. Um, but we had a lot of interesting games. We had Ohio State-Penn State, which the game was close all the way till the end. Um, probably the last like eight minutes wasn't as close, but pretty much the whole game was really, really good. Uh, Tennessee destroying Kentucky. That's a big win, 44-6. Um, we had Kansas State beat Oklahoma State 48 to nothing, uh, which is absolutely amazing. I can't even fathom that result. Uh, really, really wild with Louisville beating Wake Forest, 48-21. Big upset. We, we honestly had more upsets than I thought. Uh, Trevor, any any thoughts from this slate of games that you want to talk about that really you know, you know, the, you wanted to look upon and discuss? Yeah, I mean, you kind of mentioned like a lot of the big takeaways. Um, like that Georgia Florida game. I know there was a moment where like it's like, oh, here comes Florida. They might have a chance to make a comeback. And then Georgia kind of uh, ended the game. You know, I mean, they had a touchdown in that fourth quarter. They kind of put it away, and it ended up being a little bit more. Um, of a of a demolition in the end. This final score of that one was forty two to twenty. But just you know, for for a moment there, maybe for a split second, uh, Florida. You know they had a chance, but obviously Georgia ran away with it. Obviously the Ohio State Penn State game uh, was a big one. It was one of the I mean of this week. It was one of the ones that we were looking at. Ohio State obviously before this game, you know, hasn't really played um, you know a, a good schedule. It's been a weak schedule. So this was. You know, I guess you could say the first test, even though we've seen Penn State have some uh, bad, bad days, certainly, um, where they haven't looked like the team that maybe, you know, ranked 13th, maybe they haven't looked that good. So Ohio State gets the win, 44-31. It's not bad. It's not, by no means is it a statement win where it's like, okay, Ohio State, like they're confirming what we already think. And, you know, it's still, you know, 13-point win. It's not bad, but it's not anything special. Uh, now, Tennessee, on the other hand, talk about statement wins. They obviously, you know, coming off of that Alabama win that we saw a couple weeks ago. Uh, this was a big one, 44-6 against the Kentucky team that is ranked. A Kentucky team that, you know, has defeated um, other SEC teams. They've looked decent at times. They have, like, a, you know, a, a solid team, a formidable team. And Tennessee made them look like high schoolers. So I think... Uh, another really impressive result for Tennessee, and 
you know, Tennessee, they continue to impress. Um, you know, we'll see how they, they're 8-0 now, obviously. Uh, they got to continue to keep this up, but Tennessee continues to look very solid. Yeah, I, I think Tennessee is one of the better teams in the nation. Um, and, I mean, they're proving at number three in the nation. Ben, any takeaways from college football uh, this past Saturday that you wanted to discuss uh, that really stood out to you? I just think we're getting to the point of the year, and this happens every year, where we got whatever it is, four or five weeks left in the regular season. We can really start kind of seeing what this playoff is going to look like. I mean, for most of the year, it's like there's four spots. There's there's a decent amount of teams that, that we know um, are more likely than others to get in. But now I think it's really starting to become very clear of there's really only maybe seven or eight teams that I still think have a chance to, to fill those four spots. Um, and when I was thinking about yesterday, like it realistically is going to come down to, and this doesn't surprise a lot of people, but it's going to come down to what the SEC and what the Big Ten do. I mean, it, the way it's shaping up, like I think, Ohio State versus Michigan is probably going to be not only for the rivalry and for their division, but it's probably going to be for the Big Ten championship and essentially for a spot in the playoff. Um, and then, you know, we'll see what happens between Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee. But we're really starting to see where that field that field or those possible options for those four spots are becoming very, very small. And it really is coming down to mostly the Big Ten and the SEC. Obviously, you still have Clemson in the ACC. Who knows about them? They're really the only shot the ACC has. In the Big 12, you have maybe TCU. Um, and in the Pac-12, we'll see. Um, you got some one-loss teams there. But I, I, it's just like I, I love this time of year because it, it really is you're starting to be able to physically put teams into these four slots and make a realistic case for these teams. Um, and, again, it makes these last four or five weeks in the regular season so important because and why college football is so great is because there's such small margin for, for error where you lose one game in your season, at least in terms of making the playoffs, might be completely over. So. I think we're we're finally starting to see that that shape up, and and we're we're able to accurately start putting you know pieces together in terms of what those four teams will be, um, come the, whatever the selection show is on probably some Sunday in December. Yeah, I think we're at the point now too. You know, we're we're towards the second half of the season. Uh, we're getting to the back end where you know you got to be consistent, um, and we're definitely seeing some of these top teams be really really consistent, having a lot of good weeks. So yeah, college football. Uh, I mean, it's at its peak. I, I feel like it's been excellent this year um, as a whole. We've seen Alabama lose. That's really a win for everyone. Uh, the only thing we need to see next is Ohio State lose, and then we kind of have a perfect <laughs> year. Um, so we'll have, to, we'll have to see. Ohio State's got a game coming up that maybe they can lose. I don't think they'll lose any game this entire year. They're probably going to win it all, but uh, we'll have to see. Yeah. The only um, Trevor, any, Anything else you want to mention? So the only other important thing that I want to mention is that we have a very important game next week between Georgia and Tennessee. Um, Georgia, Ooh. Georgia's the home team in that one. It's going to be, uh, looks like three 30 Eastern, uh, next Saturday. So Georgia, Tennessee, this will obviously have huge ramifications for the playoff and obviously the sec. So that's a, a huge one, probably the biggest game of the season, um, up to this point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a fun one to watch next week. Very, very fun. Um, let's keep on moving along here to the NBA um, and, you know, we're, what, five, six games into the season here. Um, you know, it's obviously early, Trevor, but what what are some takeaways we got? What are some main storylines you want to discuss um, today with the NBA? Yeah, so today I think we got to we gotta start with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I, I got the chance to watch um, the Nets play the Bucks. I believe it was on Wednesday, I think I watched them. Um, and this was a game where, you know, I know you look at the standings, the Nets are 1-5, and, and obviously it's not a good start. They haven't been good overall. 
this Bucks game, um, they actually looked decent for a little while. I mean, their defense, you know, they were starting to put some things together. They were playing well in the first half. They had a uh, a decent, I think they had a double-digit lead in the first half of this game um, before um, the best player in the world, Giannis, just decided in the third quarter that he was going to go to the basket every single time down the floor and kind of just establish his dominance. And this is just a case of Giannis really picking up where he left off um, after last year, after the past couple of years that we've seen of Giannis, um, just further confirming he is the best player in the world. He was uh, awesome in that third quarter. Um, I think he finished with over 40 points again in this game. I think he had 17 in the third quarter alone, and that's what really uh, turned the game around. And then a lot of this game in particular was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving taking jumpers and, and for the most part, missing, especially Durant. Kyrie actually played played relatively well um, near the end of this game to try to keep the Nets in it, uh, but... Kevin Durant was taking a lot of tough shots, and he was missing them. And I think the difference, that's kind of the difference between these two offenses, like the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. Like, a lot of the Brooklyn Nets' possessions end in contested jump shots, you know? Like, their ability to get to the basket, you don't, like, every now and then you can see, like, Durant, he'll get to the basket, Kyrie, maybe he has, like, a creative little dribble move, you know, gets the oohs and ahs from the crowd. But a lot of the time... You know, especially when it's against a really good defense like the Milwaukee Bucks, they're able to protect the paint in a way that forces Brooklyn to beat them from the outside. And, you know, on occasion, Durant, you know, he can still do that. He's still a really good jump shooter, and Kyrie can too from time to time. But overall, those aren't really the most high percentage shots, and it's not ideal. Whereas when you look at Milwaukee, they can get out in transition. Even when they're not in transition, you have Giannis, a guy who um, he can take two ste- two steps and he's at the rim. And when you have uh, Brooklyn Nets, who really don't have like this great rim protector, like they have Nick Claxton, but he's not exactly, he hasn't really shown that he can be a great rim protector. And you have Ben Simmons, who historically has been a good defender. But again, when you have a guy like Giannis, he's still able to kind of uh, uh, get in there and, and the Brooklyn Nets don't really have that rim protection. So you know, just a matter of the difference in how efficient the offenses can be between the Bucks and the Nets. Now, beyond that, this was actually, again, the Nets lost this game, but this was one of their better games this season. You had the following night, they played the Dallas Mavericks. Um, this is a close game through the end. Um, the Nets are able to tie it after Ben Simmons actually makes a pretty big play, makes a steal, um, then passes off to Durant for the dunk uh, to force overtime. Now, the Mavs still win this game. Um, But the thing with Ben Simmons is that um, he's really, which this isn't, I guess, a surprise necessarily, but I think you still think maybe he can start to get a little bit of his back. But Ben Simmons is really um, at times a zero on offense. Like he's not a scoring threat at all. This is kind of the same thing that I talked about with Draymond Green last year in the playoffs. There's no threat of Ben Simmons to score when he just tried to score it's really odd. I don't know if either of you guys have seen some of the Ben Simmons clips of him like going into the lane and like airballing like finger rolls. He did he had one against the Dallas Mavericks where he drives in, has an open lane, like no one's really there to protect the rim, and he just straight up like he's between like a floater and a finger roll and he airballs it. It's it's pretty wild. He had a couple other plays like that where he's missing layups, he's missing putbacks, he's missing like these these close shots. We're not talking about him taking threes, I think he's only taken one the whole season, maybe, or him taking jump shots and missing consistently. He's missing shots at the rim, which is pretty concerning. Um, 
So we'll see. Again, I don't know what the deal is with Ben Simmons. Um, he has had some good moments on defense, I will say that. And he's also had some good moments, um, you know, in the passing game. Passing game, passing, setting up Kevin Durant, setting up Kyrie. So that's been really solid. But, um, you know, he, he's got to figure it out a little bit more. You can't be a zero um, on offense. When you, when you are in a position where the defender can just sag off of you by 10 feet, that just hurts your offense overall. So... We will see if Brooklyn can figure that out. Um, now, the other thing that I wanted to point out today that kind of goes with, I think, honestly helps Giannis's dominance is there's this new rule, which essentially on fast breaks kind of prevents like the take foul. In past years, we've seen a lot of instances where there's a turnover, you know, there's a turnover. The other team has a two-on-one two fast break, three-on-one fast break, and that one player on the other team, will just go and foul the player to prevent that fast break. Um, now, you can't do it. You send them to the free throw line. You know, it, it's it's like a you, you can't do it. So they changed the rule. I think that's been a really good thing. And it's really helped Giannis because now on these fast breaks, um, they're, they're, you know, there's a lot more fast breaks. There's a lot more scoring out in transition. And obviously, that's a big part of Giannis' game. So that's been huge. I love the rule change. Um, the only other thing I'll mention today is uh, the Portland Trailblazers. They've been a big standout. Um, they've been really good. Damian Lillard has been exceptional now. Uh, he did have, I think it was like a, a calf strain. He's been out the past couple games. Um, hopefully he can come back soon. It's, it's unfortunate, you know, when a player comes back from injury and then all of a sudden, once again, they have like a little thing, a little thing that causes them discomfort and they're out for a couple games. So, so far in this NBA season, we've seen a lot of great play, but unfortunately there also are still these injury concerns, these load management things. We've seen it with Kawhi Leonard. I think he's only played like a game and a half so far. Um, Zion, he played the first three, three or four games. He looked awesome. And then the past couple, he's been out. He was out on Friday night, which was very unfortunate. So... Don't know what's going on there. Hopefully this doesn't continue, obviously, because we want to see guys like Zion, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard play basketball. So those are kind of my main takeaways uh, from the week. Yeah, um, the one thing I wanted to mention about Ben Simmons, I've seen so many clips. It just seems like there's a lot in his head where he just is, he just can't shoot. <laughs> like he, It seems like it's almost a mental thing. Yeah. That, like he just has to get over this hump of... of Shooting. We've seen this in sports a lot where, like, something happens, uh, like a big play happens that, you know, a, a sports player misses of some sort. Um, and then there's just this huge mental hump they have to get over uh, after that. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe he maybe he becomes the best three-point shooter we've ever seen. Who knows? All right. Next up here, we have an interesting segment. Uh, you know, we got Halloween coming up tomorrow. It's technically tomorrow. Uh, right? Or is it technically today? I don't know. Cause tomorrow. It, we're doing Halloween here today. It's tomorrow? Well, well, Halloween, you mean trick-or-treat. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I don't trick know. trick-or-treating is today. Halloween is technically tomorrow, I think, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but what do you, you don't know. It's the decided. same day. It's, it's October Halloween versus Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, I, mean, you what act like you don't know what Halloween is? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what Halloween is. Look, here's what I do know. I know we're going to do a draft. All right? We're going to do a little draft here of the Halloween candies. Um, and I think the order, Trevor, you're going first. I'm, I'm going... Or uh, Ben's going second. I'm going third. I think that's the order. Yeah. Um. Here. So, yeah. We're just gonna draft five candies. Uh, each one of us. Um. 
and so you know how it turns out. So Trevor, you're up first. What what is going to be your first candy? Yeah, so snake draft. I get the first pick. Obviously, uh, we went by our trivia order. So Brandon, you got to kind of pick where you wanted to go. Um, and obviously, no no one wants the first pick. It seems like, um, but I'll take the first pick. I'm happy to do it. Um, I'm gonna take Reese's Reese's cups. I mean, it, it's obvious. It's the clear number one of Halloween candy. It's the best. When I used to go out trick or treating as a kid, and I got a Reese's cup. In my little pumpkin bag or, or whatever I had, my little trick or treat bag, I was I was very happy with that. I was I was smiling from ear to ear. I was like, yes, got a Reese cup. Just you know, can you throw in a couple extra? Can you give me three? Can you give me two Reese cups instead of one, mm-hmm. please? Um, yeah, it, it's the clear number one for me. I think it's everyone's clear number one. I, I mean, I would have taken it number one, Ben. I know you would have taken it number one. Um, and I know what you're going to take number two, so I'm interested to hear it. Can I say it for you? I, I bet I can say what it is. I mean, you can. I already have my first two picks because I know what you're going to take with your two picks. So. Okay. Do you want me uh, to say it? I'll draft for you. I know what you're going to pick. If you want, you can. Go for it. I, I think you're going to pick Snickers. Oh, absolutely not. No, I'm not going to pick Snickers. What? Why would I pick I'm Snickers? So surprised. Why would I pick Snickers when Twix is still on the board? I'm taking Twix, dude. No, I was hoping Twix would slip to me. No, you're an idiot. I, th- I thought we made it very clear that Snickers and Twix are always going to be one, two. Always. I mean, you just wow. can't beat it. You can't beat a Twix. I, I right, really thought good. you were going to pick, a, I, like, I really thought you were going to pick Snickers. You talk all the time about it. It's like your favorite. Well, second favorite behind Reese's. It's so. my third favorite, clearly. Wow, yeah. All right, well, I guess I'm wrong there. I feel like the Twix pick is like taking, uh, like, Lonzo Ball over Jason Tatum. I don't I don't really understand it personally, but... Uh, no, fair enough. you're wrong. Trevor, Twix, no, Twix no. would be my number two. The Twix pick is like taking... <laughs> uh, like it, taking Kevin Durant at number two. Like, it's on the board. You're yeah, going to take it. It's, 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 you can't miss. It's impossible I agree. to miss. I don't understand this one. Look, I'm, I'm ready for this stupid Mike and Ike's pick you're about to take or some crazy Ooh, forgot crap. about them. I got to add those Trevor. to the big board. Oh, God, you could take that garbage. All right, look... Ben, you threw me for a loop here. I was really expecting to get Twix and uh, this other candy. Yeah, I mean, I so know I'm going to take taking. the two. What are what are my two candies? Well, I you're taking Kit Kat for sure because that's your favorite. Yes, it's after not my favorite. It's my third favorite. After that, I'll know because I, I forgot you have two. Picks. I'll take Kit Kat and Snickers. I'll take Kit Kat and Snickers. Yeah. I I knew I'd get either Snickers, Twix, or Kit Kat two of the three, and I was cool with taking any any one of those two. Um, so Snickers and Kit Kat. I feel like, and Ben, you know this because we got candy a million times in college. My my three favorites in order. Would be Reese's Twix Kit Kat, uh, Snickers with a with a close fourth. Um, so I was I was more than content getting those. I really didn't think you'd take Twix. Uh, Twix is absolutely delicious. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to get some sort of caramel uh, on the way back around here. Uh, be a little strategic about it. But I Ben, great pick with the Twix. I I, I think this is one exactly how I would draft it so far. Mm-hmm. So Ben, we're back to you. I would say so. I mean, my my first four picks on my big board are now gone. So I gotta go go to my yeah. number five. And again, I. I like having the second or third pick because you can guarantee that you'll get two of your top five. Um, I do think that this one's not nearly as good as the four that have been picked, but I'll take Butterfinger. I like Butterfinger. Oh, okay. I'm happy okay, I don't know if you know, Ben, Crumble right now, Crumble Cookies has, or well, not anymore, but last week they had a Butterfinger cookie. It was very good. Um, it was really good. You can sense a trend here. I like chocolate more than other candy. I don't really like candy that's not chocolate, so I'm taking a lot of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Trevor, we're, you get two picks. I, I, I'm already I'm prepared for some dumb crap, so w- what are your two picks? So, first of all, I, I will say with the chocolate thing, I think this is at least one thing we can all agree on. 
chocolate is definitely better than like like other candy, fruity candy or whatever you want to call yes. it. Chocolate's definitely yes. superior, whether it's Halloween or in general, it's superior to me. If I if I could make a basketball comparison, chocolate is like just guys who can play on both sides of the ball. Like if you're talking about candy that's chocolate, like these guys, like Reese cups, Kit Kat. Snickers, they play both sides of the ball. They can score. They can play lockdown defense. You go into yes, like other 100%. fruity candy. They're wonderful two-way players. Yeah, you, you might go into fruity candy. Maybe they're just like a knockdown shooter, but then they're a liability on defense, right? So yeah, chocolate's going to be very high. That doesn't mean all of my picks are going to be chocolate because, again, if, if this were a basketball team, I, I want to be a little different. I want to be a little creative. But I also got to keep in mind that uh, there's certain picks here that um uh i know i can get late in this draft so i'm thinking that's what i'm trying to think of my sleepers that's what that's that's the big thing yes i have one so i'm keeping that in mind um now i am still gonna go with my uh next candy on my draft board which is actually number three on my draft board and that's a hundred grand a hundred no I was taking that. Ben, would you have taken 100 grand? Because I know you like 100 grand. I've, I don't think I've ever had it. I don't even have it on my board. No, what? All right, that would have been my next pick, Trevor. No I like 100 grand that. a lot. Yeah. Really good pick. 100 grand. Sensational pick. 100 grand, for whatever reason, is uh, not really talked about a ton. I'm not exactly sure Super why. Super slept on. It, it's you know, so slept it on. It has the milk chocolate. It has, like, the caramel. Um, mm-hmm. I, I forget what else. It has, like, five different things or something. But it's, it's it's got a lot of stuff in it. It's there. got a lot of stuff in it. And it's kind of like, you know, one of those movies where it gets released and then for whatever reason, it just like doesn't pick up the hype. People don't see it. And then 10 years later, people go and see it. It was like, wait, why didn't, why wasn't this movie bigger? Like this movie's incredible. That's a hundred grand. Um, and that's my next pick here. Um, now I have. Really, really great pick. Yeah. Now I have another one coming around. And again, this is the position where I don't think I'm going to follow my draft board. Um. So I think I'm thinking about Halloween and I'm like, okay, what's, what's something that you guys might like that's also like high on my draft board. And I think I'm going to go with peanut M&Ms. I I think that's where I'm going to go here. And the reason I'm going to go with peanut M&Ms is because I think they're superior to the regular M&Ms. I I like the peanut M&Ms. They're really good. And it's kind of like, you know, again, if I keep using basketball comparisons, it's like a really good rebounder, like a uh, you know, it, it's gonna get you a double double. Like it's gonna get you, you know, it'll get you a solid like twelve and ten. You know, it's reliable, it's consistent, it's solid. So, peanut M and M's is my next pick. Interesting. So I thought. So okay. So what other types of M and M's are in play if this is what we're doing? Um. Well, no, 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 no. You gotta figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not tipping a pick. I'm not tipping a pick. You got to figure that out on your own. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. This is an actual question because I I thought we were just doing M and M's. Like I didn't. Oh, think we were you're doing right. It yeah, I think it should probably just be M and M's. All M and M's. Yeah, really? so Trevor, do you want to? Yeah, because that's what I thought. That's why I was you're like, right, hold on, this right. opens that's up. Fair. This opens up Pandora's box <laughs> of M and M's because there there's so many good M and M's. So many. So Trevor, uh, if you would like. You can repick unless you want. Like, if you want M and M's, we can consider. You know what, Ben? Let's do this. Let's do this because peanut M and M's are just as popular as normal M and M's. I say we allow the peanut M and M's, but M and M's are off the board. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Okay. I I think that's fair. So keep your peanut M and M's. M and M's are off the board as a as a whole. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. To me. I think that's reasonable. All right, Ben. I'm excited. What, 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 what we got here? Um. So I was gonna take something, but 
Now I can't decide. I have a question, though, because here's what I was going to take. Yeah. I was going to take a take five. Okay. But the okay. issue is technically that's a Reese's product, which I didn't realize until just now. I, I, so, I think so my it, question I is, I don't think it, I don't think it always, was it always a Reese's yeah, product or is that like no, a recent I, thing? It used to not be, I think Reese's probably like took it over, I'm guessing, but it's called the a Reese's, Reese's so take the Reese's, five now. There, there was a different the, the Reese's one. take five is, is the best candy bar in existence. I, I, I'm so serious. Yeah, but it's amazing. I think I think you have to take the original take five. Okay, that's, that's fine. I'm cool with that too. I love take five. The Reese's take five though is is one. It's so amazing, and I think it's like the same thing, right? It's just the Reese's peanut butter in it, pretty much. Pretty much. It, I mean, because the take five is just chocolate pretzel peanut butter, basically. Does the take five have yeah, peanut butter? The original one? Yes. 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 Okay. It's like it's supposed to be. It's like five layers of something. It's like you know, chocolate yeah, peanut yeah. butter. It might be peanuts. The, the Reese's Take Five pretzel, is, is so good. Yeah, it is so. This good. is a good pick. This is a good pick. I I I have been pretty pleased with every pick. There's only one pick I haven't been so pleased with. It's it's not that I don't like it. I'm not a huge Butterfinger fan, but I do like it. Yeah. I'm not either. I think, but it was chocolate. I think I pick to two was high. Butterfinger. For it. I, I, Butterfinger is weird, like on your teeth, like when you bite into it, it's just like weird. I I, I don't know brittle. how to explain the it. Brittle's weird. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't I don't love the don't pick, love but it, it was there. I, I had to take it. it. Yeah, it's not my. It's not terrible. It's just not my favorite. All right, I I have two picks that I was very nervous. I wanted a hundred grand. That's what I really wanted. But I had two. I had three picks that I was cool with. It would have been a hundred grand, and then one of the other two. I'm almost happy that one of them got picked because I don't know out of the other two besides a hundred grand which one I would have taken. So I'll just I'll just go through my picks. The first one I'm gonna take is Nestle Crunch. I feel like it's a very unique candy. Not everyone like absolutely loves Nestle Crunch. I feel like Nestle Crunch is that like mid-range Deadeye. I feel like he's a lot like DeMar DeRozan. Is DeMar DeRozan going to win you a championship? Probably not. He's probably not going to do that. But will DeMar DeRozan be a very good player on a basketball team? Yes. Um, you know, can he consistently hit a three-ball when necessarily? Not exactly, no. But he's a very, very good player. I'm picking Nestle Crunch. Bennett. My next pick, oh, I think, man. is also similar, but I think this is more like a, a Herb Jones uh, more like a lockdown defender, and that's a three musketeer. I, I think these two candies I like a lot because they're very, very unique, uh, and they're very, very different. There's really nothing like these candies. You know, we see a lot of candies, like, at pretty much everything we've taken so far besides Butterfinger and Reese's has been, like, very similar. Snickers, 100 grand, Take 5. They're all, like, in the same field of chocolate, peanut butter, uh, peanuts. Uh, there's pretzels in some of them. You know, very, very similar. Um, and I, I feel like the two that I just took make me more versatile on the court. I'm taking Herb Jones in Three Musketeer. Ben, Ben, are you thinking what I'm thinking about these two selections, particularly one of them? Because I, I, I uh, think those were, thinking? I think those are pretty terrible picks. I think no, I like both of them. Like? I think no, I Nestle. Think they're bad picks at all. I think Nestle Crunch is is one of the worst chocolate bars in existence. I think it's terrible. Well, no, I knew the hot takes would come out. I didn't realize they come out in this form. Nestle Crunch is, is I think it's pretty abysmal. I mean, no, they're really. Good. I, I I feel like these I'm are the next two on the board. Like I feel like nah. we're definitely a tier down out of everything that's been picked. Don't get me wrong. I feel like Ben, you'd agree, but Cr- Cr- Nestle Crunch and in, in, uh, in Three Musketeer are very solid, uh, you know, high tier candies. Uh, I th- I think Nestle Crunch is like a, like a stinker, you know. I think they I think they throw interceptions. I think they throw to defensive linemen. I think it's like a Carson Wentz or something. It's 
It's uh yeah, I don't, no, I don't I can't like it. All right, and, so what 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 I'm interested to see what pick what would you have over that? And additionally, we'll, we'll, we'll see in a second here. Yeah, and additionally, we'll th- in Three Musketeers. There's a candy that's very similar to Three Musketeers that's slightly better that hasn't been taken yet. What is it? Well, I, I won't I won't mention oh, it. Oh, okay, I you might take it. it. All right, okay. I've been to you. I kind of want. I want to take it now, but I'm not going to. But I, I mean, I know what. Oh, it is. I, I don't even know what he said, so I don't even um, know what it is. No, I, I don't hate those picks. Those are two. Like I would have been cool with either of those as like my last pick or something. I think Crunch is actually underrated. I think it's pretty good. Um, I love Crunch. Okay, are we on? I'm on my fourth pick already. Jeez. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll take something. It's number six on my big board, but again, my big board's not really accurate because I just started writing stuff down. I didn't really put them in order. Um, my first non-chocolate item. I'm gonna go Twizzlers. I think Twizzlers are fantastic. Nice. Um, they're they're. I mean, you can pretty much have them anywhere. You can have them at a movie. You can have them just as a snack. Um, in terms of a non-chocolate item, which again is is just naturally a step down. I think they're pretty consistent. There's different types of Twizzlers you can get. There's different flavors. You can get some sour Twizzlers or whatever they have. Um, I just think I think they're a solid candy in terms of if you get a, if you you know open up your your trick-or-treat bag or whatever when you're done and you see a bunch of those smaller, you know, almost like there's like two in a pack of those Twizzlers. Um, you can't be upset about that. It's just a solid candy to have. Interesting. I I like this pick. I think you you missed on a big non-chocolate. So I, I consider this pick an L as well. Although I do like Twizzlers. But Trevor, let's see what you got to take. I think Twizzlers is fine. I, I You know, I made a draft board and I have 20 picks. Twizzlers was not on my 20. Obviously, Nestle Crunch certainly wasn't on my 20. Um, but, you know, Twizzlers still is decent, though. I don't hate it as much as Brandon's picks. Um, but here is... Okay, so I have two left. And I've went chocolate for all three of mine. And I think... This is tricky, because I could do two non-chocolates, or I could do one chocolate and one non-chocolate. And I think, regardless, I think I'm... Honestly, I think I'm getting both of my picks. So I'm going to go ahead and just take the one that's next on my draft board. And uh, I know Brandon doesn't like this pick, but I'm picking it anyway because I'm right. It's a uh, York Peppermint Patty. York Peppermint oh, Patty Jesus. is What incredible. is wrong with you, Trevor? Yeah, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. This is you're such picking a, a mint, bro. Those are you're, disgusting. You're picking a mint. That's a mint. And those are disgusting. Great. It's mint. No, it's mint, mint is chocolate. not. It's in toothpaste. Oh my it's god! It doesn't matter. All time. This is mint, all time. Mint bad, is though. great, and Trevor, especially you have fumbled the bag. Mint combined with chocolate oh, is great. No. York peppermint patty is. You're like, out here saying crunch are bad. Crunch, crunch is bad. No, no, no. You're picking York peppermint patty. York peppermint patty is way better than crunch. York peppermint oh, patty. Oh no! The, the chocolate of it is is so good. The mint mint, in my opinion, is great. I, I know. Again, this is a. This is a very pervasive topic. You know, it's something that's very, uh, uh, you know, people disagree. People have fights over it. But mint, I think, in candy can be really good. I think it can be good with cookies. And I'm taking York, York Peppermint Patty here. I think it's another candy that's like, eh, making the basketball comparison, it can play both ways. And it can put up a lot of points It, it, plays, in a it hurry. plays both ways on the peewee court. I think it's, right, it didn't even make the NBA. I think it's a really good. I think it's a really good defender, and it's also something that can you know be a little bit of a microwave scorer as well. It's really solid. So York peppermint patty Trevor. there. Trevor, I wish yeah, I wish was, I knew you as a kid. A, I wish I knew you as a kid because a when you're a kid, thing. we would have such good Halloween. When, I'd give you all my peppermint. When you're a kid, I mean, can, candy is currency. And I would have yeah. murdered you in trades. Oh my gosh, I, I would have given yeah. you. Trevor, I would honestly, Trevor, I would have just given you. I would have just given them to you. I wouldn't even ask anything because I would have felt bad for you that you wanted <laughs> them. 
I would have just given you my pick. You, my your friends. second pick was Butterfinger, Ben. Come on. Butter, I, Butterfinger, you're trying to tell me that. Butterfinger is good, but you Whatever. took it second. Butterfinger, Butterfinger is I, like I agree. Second, a 12 second was pick. a little bit high. Second was a little Trevor, bit high. Trevor, you're losing I, I all credibility here. I can't. I yeah, can't Trevor, this is bad. This is bad. Well, I know that Trevor, there's going to be when, plenty when of listeners that agree with me. When we were younger, big shout out to my like best friend Greg. We would go to Greg's house, and we would we would sit down, and we'd trade. When we had peppermint patties, they were worth nothing. We would try to like sweeten the deal with them. And pe- Do people even give those out? Of- I don't even know. I don't even know. No, no one, one gives them out. I'll, ta- them. I'll take them all. I'll take them all, and you can take all the crunch all right, bars. Trevor wants your trash candy. I'm, I'm, I'm just skipping that house if they're giving out you, you, you took Nestle Crunch. You took Nestle Crunch, which is much Oh, worse, Trevor's getting but, uh, defensive now. Trevor's getting defensive. All right, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. After this episode, I'm posting on Twitter a poll between Nestle Crunch and Peppermint Patty. We'll see what the general consensus thinks. All right. Fair enough. Let's do it. All right, what's your what's your next pick? You still have another pick. What garbage are you taking with this pick? I do have another pick, and it's another really good one um, because uh, Peppermint Patty was fifth on my draft board, and this next one is sixth on my draft board. It is the best non-chocolate that you can possibly get at Halloween. I, I know you're going. I know you're taking too. Yeah. And it's Laffy Taffy. Go ahead. Laffy Taffy. What? <laughs> Laffy Taffy's the answer here. What? Laffy Taffy is phenomenal. Laffy Taffy, the basketball comparison here is a absolute knockdown shooter, like a Duncan Robinson-type Jason Capono. They're a defensive liability, but they can just score like six threes in a quarter. Laffy Taffy's awesome. Trevor, I've never seen someone fumble a bag more in my entire life. Ben, there's like two non-chocolates that I would go over. Laffy Taffy. Were you? Did you think it was Laffy Taffy? Me? Yeah. No, yeah. I thought he was going to pick the thing that I'm going to pick. But Laffy Taffy's good. I love Laffy Taffy. I, I had it very high on my board, but um, I just Laffy think there's Taffy? better things. I think Laffy Taffy's fantastic. And honestly, it's a little bonus. You get the little uh, riddles or little like jokes on them. That's always funny. Yeah. I think it's a great candy. I think it's a fantastic pick. Just given what's available, I don't I don't love the pick. No, that's a horrible pick. That's a horrible pick. All right, well, Ben, if you're going with a non-chocolate, I was going to take it if it got back to me. Yeah, it wasn't going to get back to you. I'm taking Skittles. No way. Yeah, I mean, Skittles is the best non-chocolate. Yeah, I wasn't. It, it yeah. wasn't getting back to you. Don't That's easy. So I do have another pick. I do have another pick because I, I was hoping Skittles got back to me. I almost took Skittles in my with my one of my earlier picks. Um, I was debating between... If 100 gram wasn't taken, it was going to be between Skittles and the two chocolates that I did end up taking. I just like chocolate more personally. But yeah. Skittles is probably a better pick then, to be honest. Um, If I got Skittles then... I still probably would be able to get what I'm gonna take I, now. So I, I, I definitely, I, I think I fumbled the bag a little bit there. I should have taken Skittles earlier. Skittles is like by far the best non-chocolate. It's not even that close. Um, I, I, I know people like Sour Patch. I don't like Sour Patch Kids at all. I'm not a sour eater, but I know those are very popular, well liked. I can't, I can't even fathom that your last two picks, Trevor. They were horrendously bad. I, yeah. I've never seen two worse picks. They're great picks. Yeah, those are terrible. I'm going to take a complete wild card that I think most of you probably haven't even heard of. Ben, I know you know that I love this candy. I've made you try it before. The candy that I'm taking is called Carmelo. Carmelos are literally just chocolate and and caramel in, inside. They come in like a bar of like six squares or four squares or something like that, and they're just absolutely delicious. Um, and they taste like if you guys had if you guys had the Ghirardelli squares with the caramel in the middle... Yes. Yeah, that's what these taste like. They're just fabulous. I love Carmelo's. I knew I'd be able to take it here. This was my safety pick. 
um, if I couldn't get Skittles here. After like four rounds, I was like, you know, I might be able to get Skittles at the end. Um, but Ben, you made a really, really smart pick taking Skittles. Um, and yeah, I think that wraps up our draft. I really like my board. The only thing I think I'm not, I'm, I'm not super versatile. I don't have, I have only chocolate. Yeah, you took all. Ben, chocolate. I think I gotta give you the crown. I think, I think. You I have, the, I have the best it. team. I mean, I'm just being honest. I have the best. Yeah, team. wait. Can you say your team again? We can say all our teams. Yeah, if you want, Trevor, say your team. No, no, your just first. say your five. I just don't remember all five. I'm saying we should go through. Trevor, tell us what your five are. I'll say what my five are. You'll say what your. Okay, five. okay. Trevor, what yeah, are your go five? Ahead, Trevor. What are Read your five? All right, so I have, I have Reese's. It's basically like the LeBron James of my team. Okay, right, you don't have, have to explain your pick. You don't have to explain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just say the names. Just say the names. We don't need Re- all the Reese's, a hundred grand, <laughs> peanut M and M's, York peppermint patty, and laffy taffy. It's a great team. Okay, okay. First I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Awesome. I I'm taking your top two super strong. Your next three are not nearly as strong. They're strong. I have versatility. You took all nah, chocolate. Trevor, you you had the worst team. You took all chocolate. You have the worst team. Your your players are no, gonna be fighting no, over you the have ball. The worst team. You have, you have the worst team. Nah. Ben, go ahead and list your five again. Um, yeah, so I got Twix, Butterfinger, Take 5, Twizzlers, Skittles. Which, again, I, I think ben, I, ben, I didn't want ben, all chocolate. I wanted to add, so I have two non-chocolates there. I think I there think are ben, top-tier non-chocolates. I like my Yeah, Ben, by a good deal, has the best team. He, 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 he won this draft, I think. The Twizzlers pick is in my favorite, but I feel like if that's your worst player, I mean, that's better than two of Trevor's players, so... If that's your worst player, like I mean, that's a pretty strong team. I think I won't talk about. I I wish I went Skittles with my fourth pick. I probably wouldn't have taken three musketeer. I think I would have taken Crunch, and I should have taken Skittles. And then I think I would have I would have kept the crown. But my team, let's see. I have Snickers. Um, I have uh, Kit Kat. I have Crunch, Three Musketeer, and Carmelo, uh, which is a strong strong five. It's versatile in the chocolate section. I'll give it that. Uh, we have really four different distinct chocolate flavors. Uh, but yeah, Ben, I, I gotta give you the crown. I think you definitely won that one. The Wait, so, square. No, go ahead, Trevor. Sorry, because I think I you're gonna, gonna answer the question that I was about to ask. Oh, I was just gonna say the other candy that I was gonna say is very similar to Three Musketeers, but is better is Milky Way because it's caramel. Oh, see, that was my question. I was gonna ask you what you meant by that. I thought I thought you were gonna refer to uh, like Babe Ruth or whatever. Baby Ruth. No, uh, Milky Way. Milky Way, I don't think is anything like Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers like marshmallowy in the middle. Milky Way is no marshmallow. It's the it's, it's, like, it's the same chocolate outside, but it's caramel, which is better than the the marshmallow inside, in my opinion. Yeah, but I picked up a caramel candy. I covered that realm. <laughs> Milky Way has other stuff in it too. I don't think that's those two are similar at all. What else does Milky Way have in have in it? It has uh. They're, Obviously, they're I mean, they similar. all have the same chocolate outside. The wrappers are like so, the same almost. It's it's in that little square form, and then this chocolate's the same. They're pretty similar, but I don't think they're similar at all. Milky Way has chocolate and uh, peanuts, I think, right? No, is it not? No, I don't think it has peanuts. I don't. Oh think no, it's it is just it's caramel and, uh, and chocolate, pretty much. Oh no, it does have. You're right. It does have like the same marshmallow. You are right. You're right. Oh, Milky Way might have been a better pick then. I think that's a good, that's yeah. a good call out. Well, the only other thing, right, well, um, I was just going to say honorable mention, or just like, what do you guys think about, uh, do you guys like the caramel apple pops that they give out on Halloween? No. Yes. The treat? No. They're fantastic. No. Oh, I love I, this. Because I, I also really like them. They weren't super high on my draft board. They were on it, but uh, I was going to pick them. But I wanted to mention my them. Only I think they're really good. My only issue with those are, my only issue is you get to a point where all of a sudden, like, there's no more caramel left, and then you just have a sucker. Because a lot of times, like, you, like, you can <laughs> yeah. suck off the caramel, and then you're just left with the green sucker, which is, like, not as good as with, with the caramel. That was my only yeah. gripe with those. But I still think they're good. 
Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm surprised. I guess there was only 15 picks being made, but like Starburst was still there. Smarties. I really thought Brandon was going to take Smarties with his last pick. I thought I, you seem like a Smarties guy to me. Really? Maybe you're no, just a that would be a bad pick. Um, that would be a bad a, pick. A Hershey's, no, no Hershey's, nothing. I, I'm not a huge just plain chocolate fan, but I, I kind of surprised I like Hershey's, Hershey's wasn't taken. Hershey's, yeah, Hershey's are up there. I mean, Hershey's is good. Is it great? No. You know, it's it's solid. Yeah. It's a solid player. It's a good role player. I mean, Trevor, I, I'm going to be honest. Trevor, you took you took players that, that didn't even hit the league. So, I mean, Hershey's <laughs> would have been better picked than York Peppermint Patty. They hit, they hit the league for me. They're, they're, uh, they're the undrafted free agents that ended up popping and being really good, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, the, the undrafted free agent in the Italian league. Nah. Uh, but look, we'll, we'll we'll pass through. You guys tweet at us who had the uh, the best roster. Um, but let's move on here to the NFL. Um, our kind of last topic of the day. Um, and you know we got to look back at last week. And any any big takeaways that you guys want to talk about from last week? Ben, I'll, I'll go to you first. Uh, we obviously had the Ravens being the Browns, um, which is a a big deal. Um, anytime the Browns lose, the rest of the world wins. Uh, the Bengals look to be really in form. Obviously, uh, Jamar Chase is going to be out for a little bit, but he didn't go on IR, which is very hopeful. We had the Panthers beating the Bucks 21-3. That's, I think, the most embarrassing loss Brady's ever had. Um, yeah, any any takeaways, Ben, that you want to talk about? I mean, I think it's got to be that it's the same game, but it's the Seahawks and the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are not nearly what we thought they were, and yes, injury is a big portion of that. And the Seahawks, I mean... The Seahawks were supposed to be like the worst team in the NFL or bottom two or bottom three yeah, team in the NFL. Yeah, they've been impressive. They have Geno Smith at quarterback, which no one thought was going to be anything. And now he's looking like he might be the comeback player of the year. Um, yeah. I, I, I think in both cases, the Seahawks and, and the Chargers, I'm very surprised with, with, with the direction that both teams are heading. Obviously, the Chargers, they're 4-3. and three, They're over 500. But when you still got to play the AFC West, they're in a lot of trouble, especially with the injuries that they have. Um, and the Seahawks, honestly, I mean... The NFC West is not nearly as impressive as maybe we thought it was going to be. The Niners don't look great at all. Yes, they have McCaffrey. I expect them to be better with him. The Rams look like they last year was their year, and this year it's kind of just like whatever. Obviously, you know Kyler Murray's Call of Duty's out now, so his season's essentially over. I think the Seahawks yeah. are one of the better teams in that division. Um, I'm impressed, man. Geno Smith has been fantastic. He he looks like he's a very good quarterback. He's very accurate this year. He uses his legs wisely. Um, kind of crazy. I can't remember the last time I've seen a quarterback that's this experienced that kind of out of nowhere is just having a, a career career year like this. So shout out to Geno Smith, my fantasy quarterback at the moment. Shout out to the to the see the, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. They actually might have a, a realistic chance of winning this division, which is absolutely wild. If you would have said that in August, absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, but I. I uh... Oh, good, good. I was just gonna say, Ben, you took mine. I was gonna, I was gonna say the Seahawks as well because they've been uh, a big surprise. They've been phenomenal, um, and yeah, obviously Geno Smith, former West Virginia Mountaineer quarterback. So I love to see it. In addition, uh, Kenneth Walker, former Michigan State Spartan, he's like insanely good. He had 167 so yards in this game for two touchdowns. He's incredible. Which I mean, just watching him in college, I think it was pretty pretty clear that he was going to be a pretty awesome NFL running back. And so far he's been, he's been really good. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, it was an interesting week. Trevor, anything you want to talk about in terms of the Pats, Bears, Pats happened on Monday night. Uh, can't believe the Bears won by the amount they won by, but anything you want to comment on? Yeah, uh, we could go into that. Um, I think, 
again, the Bucks and the Packers. Uh, we, we can talk about that, I guess, in a little bit more detail. That's that's big. Uh, the Giants continuing to win, and we have a, a pretty big game. Honestly, you can argue it's the most exciting game today, Giants-Seahawks. Um, I'm actually pretty excited for that game, weirdly enough. I cannot um, believe both that. Those that's teams, insane to think. Yeah, because both, te- both those teams have been pretty good. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs doing what they do, 44-23 over the Chargers, you know. Um, but yeah, I guess we can talk a little bit about the Bears-Patriots game. Um, now, I said that, I think I said a couple weeks ago I was done with uh, sports gambling. Uh, but I decided, I still had a little bit of money in my uh, account, decided to put that on the Patriots. And what did they do? They lost. So I now know, it, it's just further confirmation that it's another sign I should not be betting on sports at all. So I'm done. I'm, I'm completely out. The Patriots losing to the Bears is the last thing I expected based on how the previous couple weeks have went. But, you know, credit to the Bears. They finally are starting to call plays that are more helpful for Justin Fields. They're giving him more designed runs. And, you know, he took it and kind of ran with it. He had a pretty solid game, I think. Um, you know, for the Bears in this one. The Bears offense was by far the best they've been all season. And the Patriots defense that I previously thought was, you know, maybe a top five defense in the NFL. I mean, you give up 33 to the Bears? Eh, don't think so anymore. I don't know. It was pretty concerning. And then you have this whole quarterback controversy, which Bill Belichick, for whatever reason, decided to play both quarterbacks. You know, Belichick, you know, he's probably the greatest coach of all time, but we know from history starting two quarterbacks and going back and forth, when when does that work? I, I, I don't think it ever works. So I don't know why he decided to do that. To me, I didn't necessarily think Mac. I don't understand why Mac played. Personally, I would have started Zappy. I didn't even seem it didn't even seem to me like Mac was fully ready to go. He was uncomfortable. I know he had like some runs, so like you could say, well, you know, he, he looks healthy in the sense that he's able to run the ball and, you know, get a, get a few yards here or there, but he wasn't comfortable in the pocket all game, and Zappi came in. There was a little bit more rhythm. Now, he didn't have a good game either. We obviously saw that in the second half, um, and, and that's kind of why this whole Patriots season, any any thought that anyone had of them, oh, the Patriots are good, they, maybe they're a playoff team, I don't know. I think this game kind of eliminated the the little tiny hope I had of that just because I don't think either of these quarterbacks are good. I think they both suck. So if the quarterbacks both suck, the offense is uninspiring, and the defense isn't able to carry them quite as much as I was maybe mm-hmm. thinking they could. I don't think they're a very good team. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is a bad game, but, you know, we'll see. They, they're going to need to bounce back today. Well, look, Trevor, let's move to uh, to the Thursday night game, which I, I I think I could talk about. I think, like, my favorite thing is obviously Ravens winning, but Tom Brady losing is just so satisfying um, for frankly, almost everyone. Um, but not for you, Trevor. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this game. 27, 22 Ravens win in Tampa Bay. Um, really rough first half collectively of football. The Ravens picked it up in the second half, um, and, and did pretty well for themselves. Um, Trevor, what are some of your thoughts on, on this game? Obviously as you know, the Bucks are, I guess Brady's favorite player. The Bucks are, you know, one of your teams at the moment. So what do, what do you think about this game? Yeah, so in the first half, there were it was just a weird, it was a really weird half. A lot of strange things happened. You had the Bucks seemingly like fixing their offense for like a drive and a half where it's like, okay, now they are running the ball. How how are the Bucks suddenly able to run the ball with success? They haven't been able to do this really all season. I mean, the Cowboys game, I guess they had a little bit of success, 
But for the most part, all season, the running game's been terrible. It's been like the worst running game in the entire league. And Leonard Fournette, on like one of the first plays of the game, breaks out for like a nine yard run. I'm like, wait a second. Um, I'm not. I'm not used to seeing this. I'm used to seeing like a one yard run, not a nine yard run. And then they get the touchdown. I'm like, I'm just like, uh, is this is this where it turns around? Like, I I don't know. Obviously, that's not what happened because they they ended up resorting back to the the same bucks that they've been for the season. But that was kind of weird to see. I mean, part of it was. I think the left guard, Luke Gedeke, who was out for this game, is terrible. I don't really know why he was starting to begin with. Um, he was not very good. And then additionally, um, I think that like Leonard Fournette, yes, he had a, he had a couple good runs, but just overall this season, he hasn't been very good. Um, from the Ravens' point of view, I thought it was weird because uh, their decision to commit so hard to the pass game, like I... I know that the secondary of the Bucks was weakened. They had three important guys out, but the Ravens are, are so much better, in my opinion. I mean, and it, it's it's a mix, right? As you said before the podcast, it should be a mix. But the Ravens leaning so heavy pass just goes really against their identity. I didn't fully understand it. Obviously, they got back to that in the second half, and that's when Lamar kind of took control of the game. Um, and you you saw it in the second half. The Ravens took control. They win it. But the Bucks had so many opportunities. I mean. Uh, there was a play where, where Brady threw it in the back of the end zone to Evans. He overthrew him. He had a couple, you know, missed throws. I think this was one of the worst games I've seen Brady play in a while. I mean, he's had a couple of these this season now, but it's very, it was very strange because it's, it's not even just that he like suddenly doesn't have any arm strength. Like he did throw the one deep ball to Evans. He threw a couple like nice balls, but then I think a play or two later, suddenly there's a timing route with Evans, it, you know, near the goal line, Evans stops short and he throws it and it's a dropped interception. It's like, this is, this is timing. Like, how is this happening? And when it comes to timing your rhythm, that's, that just makes my mind go to like, well, are they, is Brady as committed? Like all these distractions with the whole, you know, the divorce case and all this stuff. I don't think Tom Brady's as committed to this team. And that's just so strange because that's literally the opposite of what he's been his whole career, where in the offseason, he's having, you know, workouts in Wyoming with Julian Edelman throwing out routes while other players are on vacation. Like he's the most committed. But this season, that's not the case. And they don't have the timing, they don't have the rhythm, and they look like a mess. Um, so that's kind of what it was. They could have won this game many times, but they settled for field goals and Tom Brady was pretty terrible. Yeah, I think I think you had a good summary of it. It, it just seems to me like t- Tom is not in it this year. And I think that reflects on the whole team. The whole team seems tired. The whole team seems not like there. Um, and obviously Tom at the helm was a big deal. But th- this season was inevitable for, for Tom Brady. The way, you know, obviously, you know, the personal stuff that's going on in his life, I, you know, I wish it was, you know, better for him. Um, but that takes a toll on you. You know, football, playing quarterback in the NFL was really, 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 really difficult. You know, at some point in time when, you know, you're Tom Brady, you're 45 years old or whatever it is, and you've got a lot going on outside of football, it's going to carry into football. Um, it's unfortunate, um, but, you know, that's kind of where we're at. Benny, ben, any thoughts on this game um, or we can kind of move move along here? Yeah, I don't have any thoughts on this game. I fell asleep at halftime. I, I, don't, I don't like the Ravens, so <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. We don't like you either. Let's keep on moving Who's on. Who's we? Are you um, part of the Ravens? Who's we? Are you part of the team? <laughs> yes. I bleed purple. Yes. All right. 
look, let's uh, let's look forward here um, and kind of go to our cross-off section. We're crossing off a team each week uh, that we think will be out of the playoffs. So far, Trevor, what teams do we have out? We have five teams out. I don't remember any of them. Yep, so I can guess, but five teams out. Uh, Steelers, Bears, Texans, Panthers, and uh, the Commanders are the five teams. Okay, so... Let's see, we definitely have a couple teams. I mean, the Lions got to be thrown in there, even though I really don't want to do it. The Lions, I feel like, have to be thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we could throw in, who else? Maybe the Saints could be thrown in there. The Jags. Yeah, Saints. Yeah, the Jags could be thrown in there. I, I don't, I, um, I still would be hesitant to throw the Jags in there. But They're 2-6, yeah, bro. I feel like... You're 2-6, your season's over. Like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. I know they just lost. Six. They just they lost. Just... Yeah, they just they just lost. So oh yeah, they did. They, they did, lose and they again. lost to the, the Broncos, who also stink. It's a they rough lost one. again. Yeah. Um, I I feel like at this point I, I'm most comfortable putting the Lions in there. I feel like it's that's got to be the next team to go. It's got to be the okay. Lions. Yeah, I mean one in five minus forty eight, um, in the the plus minus point differential, which is the second worst behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I, I just think. Much as I don't want to do it, I really do believe in the the Lions, but they have not shown a testament to my faith, and I think one in five is what it is. You know, Lions are next up. Does anyone have any uh, argument with that? No, that's the team I was gonna no, say. I was I, w- I was worried you were gonna give pushback to that, but yeah, Lions are definitely the team for me. No, I, I feel like they're next. They're they're next up. Okay. I mean, what does that, that put them like the twenty sixth, seventh worst team? I mean, that's reasonable. It's probably where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that's that's that. We crossed off the lines. That's six teams off the board. Um, let's see. Let's look at SPP bets, uh, small baller bets. So we have our bet, Trevor, Panthers-Lions, which somehow the Panthers are winning yeah. at the moment, um, which is quite amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're winning in that. I still have no faith in, in, in your team there, to be honest with you. Um, let's see, what do we have next? Uh, Trevor and Ben, you have Brady versus Burrow touchdowns. Where are we at with that? So, Joe Burrow's sitting at 15 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow's got 15. He's thrown six in the last two weeks. He's really picking it up for me. Brady's sitting at nine right now. Obviously not a fantastic year for Tom Brady. Um, he's had one game where he's thrown three against the Chiefs. And other than that, he's thrown either one or zero every game. So, definitely not the Tom Brady that we're used to. He kind of looks like he's 45 years old at this point. Very, very rough. Ben, we have Josh Allen and um, uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, they're close, but I think Allen's pulling away a little bit, correct? Yes, Allen's at 17, probably exactly what we kind of expected from him. He looks like he's he's consistently getting three or four a game for the most part. Um, Herbert's sitting at 12, so five behind Josh Allen at the moment. Again, Herbert's been injured. He's had a lot of injuries in terms of, you know, Keenan Allen's been out. His defense hasn't helped him out, but um, not terrible. He had two touchdowns against the Seahawks last week. Um, I don't know who he plays this week, but it's 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 still you know it's it's not like it's over or anything. But I I having Josh Allen with a five touchdown lead, I do feel fairly confident in that bet. All right, and of course our overall bet, which is the average points scored in the NFL this season amongst all the teams. This has been a historically low season. I think the lowest season since uh, like twenty seventeen. It looks like here. Um, very, very, very low scoring season. Uh, I predicted 22.9 points. Trevor predicted 22.4 and Ben predicted 22.2. Um, we are currently sitting at 21.7 points per game, um, or point per team, excuse me, uh, per game. 
uh, is the average. So Ben, you were you were taking the victory by a decent margin, um, and uh, yeah, it's looking it's looking solid for you across the board, Benny. You might be getting some free dinners. Um, all right, to wrap up today's podcast, anything that we want to talk about in terms of next week or this upcoming uh, week of I guess today's football. Um, just kind of things that we expect, big games that we want to talk about. Trevor, I'll go to you first. Anything you're looking forward to? Yeah, so first one that I kind of mentioned quickly is that Seahawks-Giants game in the afternoon. Uh, I think this has an argument to be the best game of the day. I, I really do. I mean, the Seahawks, the whole Geno Smith thing, It's it's been really fun to watch. Um, and obviously, they have a really good running game. On the Giants' side, obviously, the way that they're able to sneak out these games, you know, none of these wins are by a large margin. They're all close. Some of them are come from behind wins, you know, where the Giants are finding a way to win it. Brian Daybaugh has been fantastic. Daniel Jones, you know, he's looked better. Not quite as many turnovers. They're getting him out of the pocket a little bit. He's scrambling. He's running. You know, it's pretty impressive. And then, obviously, Saquon Barkley has been awesome. Uh, and their defense has been pretty darn good you know it's I would say you could argue it's one of the better defense I mean statistically it's probably one of the best defenses in the NFL so uh really solid for the Giants excited for that game and the other one I mean we have Packers Bills and I know that the Bills are favored by a lot uh by 10 and a half is what I'm seeing here and they're at home but I'm really interested in to see this game because we talked about, you know, Tom Brady's struggled and struggles and the Bucks struggles, which have been very surprising. The Packers are right in the same vein, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing where the Packers are struggling, Aaron Rodgers is struggling, you know, he's going on Pat McAfee's show and he's saying, Well, the players aren't making plays, you know, maybe maybe uh someone else needs to get the chance, you know. He's kinda putting some of his teammates on blast on, on podcasts and stuff, so Let's see how Aaron Rodgers and the Packers can do tonight against what I think is the best team in the NFL. I think we, we might all agree on that. So Packers-Bills, definitely interested to see how that one plays out. Very, very interesting. I'm excited for the uh, the Monday night game, Benny. Bengals-Browns. Um, really, I hope for everyone to lose this game. Um, and But, you know, mostly the Browns. Mostly the Browns. It would benefit sure. you to, to hope. Actually, you should probably root for the Browns. I, I want you to root for the Browns in this game. I do, actually. No, I'm not going to allow the Bengals. It would benefit you as a Ravens fan. I think you are. should. I really do. I I think, t- well, here's the thing, though. The Browns have won a divisional game. The Bengals haven't. So. Yeah, but but think about this. What, but the, at this point, the, the, the Browns are, the Bengals are a better team. And if the Browns win, the Bengals would be 0-3 in the division, which would be detrimental to their chance of winning the division. I agree. That would be better. I think you should be a Browns fan tomorrow. I'm just going to assume you're a Browns fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I call promise you, a Browns you fan, I won't do that. You're a Browns fan. I'll root fan for a tie. That's tomorrow. the best you'll get. I'll root for a tie. That's gross. Um, Nobody should ever root for a tie. It's just gross. It's a lose-lose. I so. think it would be great. Then it sounds like an ideal situation. But All right, Ben, any any other things you want to talk about in terms of this week or we'll wrap up the pod here for um, today? I mean, obvi- I mean, I'm glad Trevor mentioned Packers-Bills. I, I don't need to add anything other than Aaron Rodgers being a 10.5-point underdog, yeah, his team's not nearly as good, but I have a hard time seeing him lose by it. a lot of points like that. Like it'll, it'll be a close game. It's Aaron Rodgers. I don't care who's on his team. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're trying or not. Aaron Rodgers is not going to lose by two touchdowns. I really don't. I, don't, I just uh... don't believe it. I don't believe it. Um, I hope he does. I hope, I hope he gets embarrassed just because I like the Bills and I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers being relevant all the time. I'm ready for him to retire. But um, maybe that sounded harsh, but I kind of am. Um, but I don't know. I just It's Aaron Rodgers. It's the NFL. Crazier things have happened. 
The other game that, if not a great slate of games this week, obviously I hope the Steelers lose by 50 points. They're an 11.5 point underdog against the Eagles. I hope the Eagles continue to be one of the best teams in the NFL. I hope they don't think that they're like, you know, amazing and they come out flat and the Steelers win. Obviously, I want the Steelers to lose by a billion points and their fans to continue to hate their lives this year. Um, the last game, honestly, a game that you wouldn't expect over the last couple of years to be an interesting matchup, but I'm kind of excited for it, and that's Patriots-Jets. Um, obviously, you know, the mm-hmm. Patriots for a long time had been king of, of the division. The, the Bills are obviously going to be king of the division this year and probably for the foreseeable future, but I, I mean, I'm still kind of, I think the jury's still out on the Jets. I still have trust issues with, with Zach Wilson, at quarterback. Um, they still have some key injuries, obviously, to Brees Hall last year or last week, and then you know, uh, whatever the offensive lineman that was that is out all year. So, I think they they're a good team, and I obviously they're they're uh, they've won some games, and we'll see what happens. The Patriots are still a favorite, even though it's on the road in New York. The Patriots are a three point favorite. If the Jets can win this game, I think it'll be very clear at that point that the Jets are the second best team in this division, um, and really the only competition for the Bills. So. It's just more of a statement game for me for the Jets. Are the Jets really as good as they say they are? If they can beat Belichick, if they can, um, you know, out scheme Belichick and out scheme, even with issues at quarterback, the Patriots are still a decent team. Um, I think this will be a, a big step in the right direction for the Jets in terms of a successful season, uh, you know, moving forward and building up. So we'll see. We'll see. All righty. Well, Trevor, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Nah, I think that's it. Excited for another uh, day of Sunday of games. Oh, of course. All right, well, we'll wrap up the podcast there for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Of course, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode. Um, go check out our website. Uh, we're starting to write a little bit of articles. We had Trevor write an article about his top 25 players in the NBA this season. Go check that out. And, of course, check out all of our podcasts. The links will be in the description below. With that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons!